New York has lost one of their most reliable relievers. Wandy Peralta is gone. You are Locked On Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making us your first listen every day. I'm Stacey Gotsoulias. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers, join today and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. With me, as always, is my producer, Steve Granato. Steve, we've made it to the last Friday of our off season <laughs> yeah we have yeah our quote-unquote off season our last episode of only three days a week in case you missed that by the way we're back to five days a week starting on monday uh thanks for clicking on this one guys uh we have kind of some odds and ends we need to get to here in this one the baltimore orioles are being sold how does that affect the al east what are our thoughts on that that's coming up later on in the show of course aaron hicks former friend has signed a new contract. He's heading out west. We'll talk to you about that. We also have your Fan Mail Friday questions on a couple of topics that's coming up later. But of course, Stacey, right after our episode released on Wednesday, news coming out that Wandy Peralta is gone. He will not be returning to the Yankees, at least for 2024. He has signed a four-year deal with the San Diego Padres. New York has lost one of their most reliable relievers. Thoughts on that first, Stacey? That's a bummer. That's a bummer. I was bummed about that. Um, I was also shocked by the deal itself. <laughs> yeah, let's let's get, get to that deal now, yeah. Stacey, actually, because yeah. the structure of it is extremely Wandy like friendly. Yes. Very friendly for him. Mm -hmm. uh, he signs a four-year deal, $16.5 million with three opt-outs. Now, the Padres do this. They include a lot of opt-outs. Um, you know, Matt Carpenter had opt-outs. Manny Machado has opt-outs. Like, I, it's something that Preller is starting to, you know, that's something that he does is, is include those opt-outs. Obviously, they're super player-friendly because they're like, hey, if I want to leave, I can leave. That's really nice. Yeah. Uh, and it kind of, like, it helps in getting players, right, because that's enticing for players. But as far as, like, being able to flip them, like, being having to, so wanting to go trade Wadi Peralta now is like, he's got yeah. knocked out. So <laughs> that four-year deal doesn't really feel like a four-year deal anymore to opposing right. clubs. Right. That's in the weeds. But yeah, but yeah, just the structure of it alone. He may not like, a, I wouldn't say like a bandit, but man, this, this gets to move to San Diego. He gets to go see some old friends and Michael yeah. King and Randy Vasquez and Johnny Brito and Higashioka gets, <laughs> gets to pitch to Higgy. And you know, like, I, I see very little downside here for Wandy. Yeah. Uh, Michael King put up a picture of him and Wandy in um, Padres uniforms and posted it on Twitter on Thursday. And that was really depressing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm happy for them. I mean, good for you. You get to live in San Diego for most of the year. Uh, I, I would take that um, every day and twice on Sunday. No, I'm happy for him. That's a good deal for him. And, um, you know, the Padres. Don't look now, right? Yeah. <laughs> Don't look now. Like, I, given the circumstance, and if you had to lose Juan Soto, pretty good offseason, man. Pretty good right. offseason. 
Yeah, I mean, you're improving your pitching, which is great. Um, and, you know, 2023 was just a really off year for the team as a whole. And I've, it, it, we've talked about it so many times, but it's so similar to the Yankees in that regard that it feels like the only way is up for them. And I feel like people may underestimate them coming up in 2024 just because everyone's paying so much attention to what the Dodgers have done that I feel like the Padres can like sneak in there and do something. The NLS is slowly becoming way more competitive outside of the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Like the the D-backs at Jock, like they had Eduardo Rodriguez. This mm-hmm. isn't NLS talk, but <laughs> the fight for second place <laughs> in the yeah. NLS is yeah. really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, Stacy, so what what do the Yankees do now? I, I had a, I, I think I'm using this word right, pontificated. Is that the correct? Yeah, word? I think that it's pontificated. <laughs> I pontificated that the Yankees were shifting away from Wandy on our last episode when they claimed Matt Gage. Look, mm. I didn't think it was a one to one. Maybe it could just be perchance. Maybe it could just be a, a, you know, random. But I felt like when they they claim Matt Gage, I was like, I think that means there's no Wandy in the future mm-hmm. here. Yeah. So they claim Matt Gage. Uh, they DFA'd Diego Castillo a couple of days ago. And we knew the Wandy thing. They were interested. The Mets were interested. Obviously, and the Padres ended up landing him. What do they do now? I feel like the Yankees are kind of gearing for this moment here this mm-hmm. offseason. They obviously made the trade to send Sweeney to L.A. and got Victor Gonzalez. Uh, then they claim Matt Gage. They've been just been demons on the on the waiver wire here this offseason and claiming a bunch of guys, DFAing a bunch of guys. They've been really in flux in this 40-man roster. And you're you know kind of forgetting that Nick Ramirez, another left-handed option, is still part of this roster. So the Yankees have three full-fledged guys, major league guys, or at least guys that have a decent amount of major league time, and Victor Gonzalez, Matt Gage, and Nick Ramirez, and then Matt Crook, who's right on the outside of that. Like they have options here as uh as the left-handed pen is concerned. And even though Wandy Peralta isn't part of that. I think they're in a pretty darn good spot, and I think they're probably in a better spot than a year ago when it comes to left-handed relief options. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely, because uh, it was pretty much Wandy, and then... <laughs> and then, and then, then they... Crook. And then, yeah, like, that was basically... <laughs> so, yeah, I would say they're in better shape. And, you know, the bullpen losing who they've lost because i mean you know they were going to lose king anyway because king was going to be a starter but um i believe you get efros back which is good just to have you know another arm in the bullpen like i'm not really worried about the bullpen right now i'm actually happy with the bullpen i'm just bummed because i liked wandy he was just you know pretty reliable there and uh a goofball and uh that's the only thing i'm bummed about but i just saw a lot of vitriol from uh yankee fans when the the news of the deal came across the wire, otherwise known as Twitter. Um, a lot of people pissed off about <laughs> the Yankees not bringing Wandy back. You even had Met fans who were mad because the Mets haven't really done anything. And they were like, why couldn't you sign him to something? You know, that I think Adovino's back, but they didn't really do much of anything either. So I was kind of surprised by the fan reaction to it um, because, you know, not that Yankee fans ever overreact about anything ever um they they it, it, it's almost like they forget that the yankees have the arms that they have in the bullpen yeah 
I mean, <laughs> look, I think my concern still, and uh, I pontificated this earlier in the offseason, was what if Clay Holmes has a down year? Right. Or what if Clay Holmes gets hurt? There's not much of uh, a second option when it comes to closing, and that keeps me would've a little been, worried. Yeah, because that would have been Wandy. <laughs> that would have been Wandy. That yeah. would have been Wandy. I mean, on a different roster, last year's roster, no, because only left-handed option. This year's roster felt like he could maybe be the guy. Yeah. But yeah, that that's my only concern when it comes to the bullpen. Uh, I, I liked what Clay Holmes brought to the table last year. I think Clay Holmes is probably one of the best acquisitions the Yankees have had in the last few years uh, when it comes to trades. Like there's just, just a really, really good deal. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I, the Yankees have options. I think that's what you need to take away from this. The Yankees have yeah. left-handed options. And I said this just a few hours ago on Wednesday's show. I like Wandy. I think Wandy's a good dude, and everyone thinks Wandy's a good dude, and he's a good pitcher. But he's far from irreplaceable. And the Yankees now are tasked with replacing him, and they've, again, been kind of building to this moment of the offseason. It's not like they were shocked because he was a free agent anyway, and you can't anticipate signing someone back. That's what free agency's for. And they've been building to this moment, and now that Wandy's officially gone, they have all these safeguards in place to where they're not just free falling going, Oh my gosh, we don't have a left-handed bullpen option anymore. They've already made their bet and they're good. Do you also think that the Yankees, when they were interested in bringing him back, it was probably for a shorter, cheaper deal than four? I mean, 16. Yeah. I mean, four mil plus, I mean, who cares, but uh, for, for a non-closer, a little high, but I mean, they're paying guys more than that right now. Right. It's the opt-outs. It, it's the flexibility for, for Wandy. That's, that's yeah. huge. That's really yeah. huge. Don't, don't sleep on the, the opt-out stuff. That's crazy. That's almost unheard of, especially for just, non for any, really any player to have three separate opt-outs. In a four-year deal. Yeah, that's a lot. That's why when I saw that, I was like, I thought it was a, a mistake. Like, I thought it was a misprint <laughs> or whatever. I was like, that seems really, wow. I can't believe yeah. you would do that kind yeah. of a deal. <laughs> Pretty crazy. Uh, let us know how you're feeling about this in the comments section down below. Of course, you can also text us. They got the news right away. We're having some text conversations with our Locked On Yankees insiders. The episode description has a link to a 14-day free trial where you can try out the Locked On Yankees Insiders Club. You can text Stacy. You can text me. Again, we're talking about Wandy over there uh, through text messages. Super cool. Check out a 14-day free trial, especially as we're less than 14 now as this episode releases from pitchers and catchers. So get in now. <laughs> All right. Uh, when we come back, one of the things that our insiders get is priority in fan mail Friday. Today's Friday. So we're going to answer some questions next. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. I love everything about Super Bowl Sunday. We watch the Puppy Bowl at my friend's house, and then we watch the actual Super Bowl. We rate the commercials. We eat tons of food. Of course, we rate the halftime show. But I also love parlays because those are always fun bets to make. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers, join today and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your bet of five or your first bet of $5 or more 
wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Back now on Locked On Yankees Friday edition of the show, creeping closer to, uh, I guess, opening day, but pitchers and catchers first. You know, like, let's pump the brakes. Don't say opening day. <laughs> Although, Stacey, you, you've known that I've been doing this recently here. Uh, just for you sticking around, a little, little peek behind the curtain. I've been rocking this candle lately. This is not a sponsor. Uh, my girlfriend bought me this, the opening day big league. Oh, it's so nice. I've been lighting this candle like every day when I'm working. It's great. Just throwing that out there. Yes, yeah, so I already got I got baseball in the brain. It's on the brain. Anyway, uh, Stacy, it's Fan Mail Friday. You already know it. You already love it. So let's go ahead and just jump to some questions. We got a whole bunch of questions here. Uh, our first one today, Stacy, is coming from our YouTube community at Mr. Mallory94, asking us what is the potential value of Rizzo if he is put on the market, assuming the Chapman signing. Thank you, Mr. Mallory. Uh, so this was on our episode the other day when we were talking about the Matt Chapman rumor, which we both have come to an agreement feels fake ish. Yeah. At least yeah. <laughs> like no real legs to it. No. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, yeah, when it comes to Rizzo right now, I'm going to be blunt. I think he has zero trade value right now. Like at like 0.1%. I think no one's going to take a, like, if you're talking about like right now, right now, you got to at least give it a month of of regular at bats to see how he's doing. I don't think any team would be willing to put that on themselves right now, given the injury that he sustained. Yeah. I mean, no matter what the Yankees say about him being cleared for everything, You know, he could be cleared for everything, but he could still have symptoms once he starts doing stuff. I mean, we saw it with Clint Frazier. He was affected by hitting his head into the wall for three or four years after it happened. So head injuries are tricky. And yeah, I don't see anyone wanting to risk that right now. Yeah, of course not. And and to be fair, I don't think the Yankees should explore that. I don't think it's a worthwhile venture to do that. Um, You need him. He's part of your roster. He signed for another year. He does have a limited no trade clause. I think it's like six teams or something on that no trade. Um, so there are there are some restrictions if you were to explore that. I mean, I don't think even if a Matt Ch- Chapman were to be signed, I don't think that puts Rizzo on the hot seat in any shape or form. I think yeah. it still is LeMahieu taking some DH reps, uh, taking some first base reps, uh, Rizzo taking some DH reps. And then, of course, it's like Oswald down in AAA again. That's mm-hmm. that's more likely the, the situation. But uh, thank you, Mr. Mallory, for your question. Uh, interesting, because we haven't really talked a whole bunch about Rizzo, especially on that front uh, this offseason. Uh, our next one, Stacey, again, from our YouTube community is coming from at NYY Hulkamaniacs. I think a new one coming in here today. <laughs> do you think we will see a surprise signing or trade before spring training? And what do you think of Giancarlo Stanton losing weight this offseason? Do you think it will help him this year? Thank you, Hulkamaniacs. I like that. And also, super cool avatar. Um, let's start with the first one, Stace. Uh, surprising signing. I, I still, I'm going to say it again. I've pontificated. <laughs> if I'm wrong on that word, that's, yeah, I look really, really smart right now. I pontificated that they, I think they're done, dude. I think they're pretty much done here. I think so too. I saw something today that said uh, that they might still be in on Snell, which I thought was funny. Um, I mean, if that happened, I don't know how I would react to that at this point, but I feel like they're done. I feel, I like, feel like they're done. Yeah. There might be small moves made, like more, more like what they've been doing, and claimings like and stuff like that. But yeah, I don't see a big surprise signing or trade before spring training but then again you know i mean 
<laughs> we've been wrong in the past so <laughs> i'll be wrong again mm -hmm. second part of that stacy you kind of talked about the stanton weight loss thing uh i've been i think a little less bullish on it i've been a little more like okay great that's wonderful congratulations i think that's great for you mm -hmm. um but i i i'm withholding judgment right um i would like to i would hope i would like to hope that it would help but <laughs> you would like to hope that it would help yeah i would i would hope that it would help but you know and yeah. i would hope that you would like that it helped <laughs> <laughs> i didn't get the order right my brain is not working today i apologize but you know what i mean like i just wish it would work but uh... <laughs> yeah again i mean I he's gonna look a lot different because you know i saw that one shot of him on instagram and he looked like a completely different person <laughs> you know because he's like yeah he's big and brawny and like you know like superhero kind of size um different than judge judge is big but stanton is like muscly big you know yes. like more you know what i'm talking about thus like the muscle issue yeah that's the, the problems rather. with the muscles that he has so it should be interesting seeing what he looks like in his uniform now um with that weight coming off and i mean i would love for him to be healthy and again doesn't have to hit 40 home runs just please be better than you were in 2023 and healthier yeah, I, yes health key mm -hmm. uh, thank you hulkamaniacs cool name happy anniversary also because it's like 40 years after hulk won the championship <laughs> 1984 sure. Baby. <laughs> sure sure yeah. sure it is i'm gonna i'm gonna defer to you on that one mm -hmm. uh our last question here on this fan mail friday comes from our lockdown yankees insiders community again if you want guaranteed answers for your questions all you gotta do is sign up for the lockdown yankees insiders club 14 day free trial in the episode description you get a whole bunch of other perks too this one's coming from ruben stacy asking us how long do you think the boris players will wait before they start signing Ah, uh, the big free agency question of the offseason. <laughs> yeah. Snell, Bellinger, what's going on there? What's taking so long? Stacy, if there's one thing I know about Scott Boris, if there's one thing I know about the agents of Scott Boris, ain't no clock on this thing, man. I'll mm -hmm. wait if I got to wait. Yeah. I mean, if they, have to, if they have to wait for spring training to even start before they sign something, Harper, they'll, they will do that. Yeah, they they've done that in the past. Mm -hmm. uh, there's no like they're they're not worried about it. It's seemingly like they'll they'll continue to work out. They'll throw their pens like they're going to be on the same pitching program regardless. Sure. Obviously, you'd like to know to get like life things out of the right, way, right. getting a house, you know, yeah. figuring out car situation, and like Kids. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, the kids' school. Like, am I? How long am I going to be there? That type of thing. Yeah. Clearly, that is, especially for like, I, I don't know Blake Snell's uh, life situation, but Cody Bellinger has a kid, uh, so that's clearly like you know they want to figure that out. The kid's super young; it's only like maybe a year or two old, maybe max. So I think they don't Snell have to worry has about a girlfriend. I don't think he had kids with him at the Cy Young announcement. So okay, well there you yeah. go. Mm -hmm. regardless yeah getting the life stuff out of the way it's easier when you sign a contract of the stature that they're likely to sign uh that makes in like december shipping your car <laughs> a little easier it's not like yeah. i'm moving to chicago and i'm like okay well i gotta dig in the couch cushions to find <laughs> the pennies to get my car to chicago uh so they'll be fine but yes it's easier when all those things are taken care of beforehand but i i I've heard nothing on Bellinger. I am yep. still shocked that Bellinger, 
I thought by now he would at least something resigned. I yeah. thought he resigned in, in Chicago. I still yeah. think he's, I would lean that way. I still feel that way, but I'm still shocked period. And I'm still surprised that the only offer to Snell is from New York. Yeah. I'm actually shocked about that too. Um, I don't know. I feel like free agency is just different now than it was. <laughs> I feel like yeah. people aren't, like you said, there's not really a rush to get things done and you think there would be, but I don't Especially know. in baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Like other sports, it seems different than baseball, but. Um, Although hockey was a little odd this past off season. There was mm. a lot, uh, there was a little bit of waiting all the way into training camp and stuff like that too. It was a little strange, but uh, hopefully that's not a trend that hockey is starting to go down now because it drives me crazy in baseball. It's like, come on, man, let's just get this <laughs> over with. Anyway, uh, thank you for your questions here today, guys. We appreciate it. We're not done for the day. We have a little bit left here this week. The Baltimore Orioles are going to have new owners. And Aaron Hicks has a new uniform. That's next. Back now for our final segment here on Locked on Yankees Friday edition of the show. Stacy, some news out of the American League East. The Baltimore Orioles are being sold. $1.725 billion with a B as in baseball dollars 1.725 billion dollars for the baltimore orioles uh they are being bought by billionaire david rubenstein of what is called the carlisle group private equity firm you know america's game uh <laughs> they're buying it from uh, of course the angelos family which that in recent years has been in complete turmoil mm. Weirdly enough in this, Stacey, John Angelos will remain as a major investor in this. So Orioles fans can't say they're completely shackle-free. He right. will also be an advisor, which I'm sure is a scary word for all Orioles fans. This will, in all likelihood, go through next week. Mm. Uh, next week is the annual owners' meetings, which they will vote on the sale of the Baltimore Orioles. I'm sure they'll also be talking about the Oakland A's. I can say that still. Man, that's... Not getting any cleaner, but we're not here yeah. to talk about Oakland right now. Maybe we'll do that next week or something. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Stacey, your reaction to this, uh, this sale of the Baltimore Orioles. It's been a while coming now. Yeah, it has been a while. Baltimore fans are rejoicing, um, really rejoicing. Uh, like you said, Angelos is still going to be around. So, it, you know, you still have him there. It's not a completely clean break, but they needed this. Um, or the Orioles. Baltimore has a great city, great fan base. Um, and I would like to see them competitive more than just a couple of times every few years. You know, I, I want there to be a long time for them to be competitive because it's fun when there are more rivalries in the AL East than just Red Sox, Yankees, Rays, Yankees. Like I want like everyone to just be fighting each other because they're all so good. And I think the Orioles can do that. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're set up well. Obviously, they took a massive step forward last season. And they still got more waiting in the wings. I think this is primed to be a serious American League East contender for the next decade. Mm -hmm. I think you need to very seriously consider the Baltimore Orioles. Do not sleep on them. They are a serious threat, even with the Yankees upgrades that they've had this offseason. Right. They got the youth. Uh, that are all there that are now just a season older 
and a season wiser. And they got other guys waiting to come up too. They're not done, let alone if they flip those guys for bona fide veteran major leaguers, which that team is kind of lacking right now. But all in all, look, outside looking in, as a, a fan of a team that is in ownership turmoil as well. <laughs> I'm happy for Baltimore fans. It's weird that we have to celebrate these things. Yeah. One billionaire and a private equity firm buying something from another billionaire family. Like, yippee. You know, like it's, it's, I, I can only get so excited. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean this, this, if that ownership is serious and cares about winning and let's be frank, cares about baseball which is not something you can always say you can seldom say even right. But if they care about baseball, this is a big deal. If they care about putting a serious product, a competitive product on the field, the Yankees need to be careful. Mm -hmm. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Um, Cal Ripken jr. Is involved. So I feel like that might take care of the caring about baseball part. <laughs> if he has a in say theory. in things in, in theory. theory. Yeah. Um, I don't know about Grant Hill, though, but yeah, there's interesting names in that group, by the way. Um, Grant Hill, Cal Ripken Jr., Michael Bloomberg, former <laughs> mayor of New former York. Former person who was on a debate stage at some point. Yeah, and uh, also a Red Sox fan, but okay. <laughs> Stacy, you you bullied me into wanting to talk about the next thing. You did on Wednesday's show. You were trying to get me to talk about it. Um, I didn't want to talk about it. And then after the show, you're like, we should talk about it. I'm like, fine. <laughs> Aaron Hicks to the Angels, the uh, aforementioned team that I am a quote unquote fan of. <laughs> Look, Hicks had a nice time in Baltimore. I was a little surprised he didn't resign there. Just a little I was, bit. Actually, I was too. I was actually surprised about that. Yeah. Can this be the last time we talk about Aaron Hicks on this show? Yes, unless you know he doesn't. Unless like the playing, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah of, course. <laughs> of course, we'll have to mention. But I mean, like in this regard, like former Yankee Aaron Hicks. Can we like? I think this. I think this is it. This yes. is the final moment. The yes. final countdown. <laughs> Look for the Angels. I get it. It's a cheap deal. It's you know they're gonna have more in all likelihood five outfielders: Ward, Trout, uh, Drury, Hicks, and uh, or sorry, Drury's a second baseman. Uh, Adele and Moniac. Mm. Moniac's going to platoon. He'll face righties only. Adele, who knows what's going on with Joe Adele, if he's going to actually play, if they're going to trade him, if he has any trade value. There's a lot going on in that outfield. But they have that massive hole to fill when it comes to the DH by the guy whose name I can't say. Otherwise, he appears in my nightmares. <laughs> and he will for the next 10 years. But, I mean, good for Aaron Hicks. It's a bit of a homecoming for him. Again, he played pretty well once he left New York last year. Like, he had a nice little stint in Baltimore. Yeah. Um, Did I'm really well against lefties. The, still rooting for him. Yeah. We've never rooted against him. No. No. We're, no, we're I was, not I one of those. I was so bad that it didn't work out for him because. Uh, because it was really, for a while. It was yeah. working. Yeah. And it had he had some really exciting moments as a Yankee. I mean, we'll be talking about that diving catch that he made at the end of that crazy game against the twins uh you know 25 years from now you'll be talking about that the home run off Verlander in the playoffs like there are some moments that aaron hicks had as a yeah, Yankee. if it weren't it, there will be that what if if he never got hurt yeah there will always be that what if maybe he's figured out change of pace 
the 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 Joey Gallo story that everyone wanted, maybe. Mm. Like you didn't get the Gallo story. Where did he sign? He just signed too, right? Washington, DC, yeah. DC, yeah. 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 DC, getting rid of your favorite, your only favorite gray jerseys. Ugh. Flower blossoms. Do we want to get into that? Do we want to get into that? <laughs> Gosh. How dare they do that? I love those. I mean, hi, I'm always wearing hats with flowers. I love those jerseys. <laughs> those jerseys are so good. Mm-hmm. Top top five City Connects. Yeah. Well, don't get used to them. One last year with those City Connects. Man. It's for for the end of the off season and for still not pitchers and catchers right now. There's been some weird news in baseball the last couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. And this that's one of them is the the City Connect thing. Hicks to the Angels, the Angelos sell. The, the ballpark situation in Oakland slash Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot going on right now for having nothing going on. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> speaking of having things going on when there's nothing going on, we're going back to five episodes a week next week. That starts on Monday. So yeah. uh, for everybody who like joined in during the Juan Soto madness, during the Marcus Stroman stuff, and you're just learning about us for the first time, Five days a week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, midnight Eastern every day starting next week. We are back to five episodes a week pretty much for the next 10 months. So you're going to see a lot of this for the next 10 months. (laughs) Don't unsubscribe. Uh, So we will uh, we'll start up with that. Of course, uh, join the Lockdown Yankees Insiders Club if you want more of us. There's plenty of us to go around. That's going to do it for today's episode of Lockdown Yankees. I'm Steve Granato. And I'm Stacey Gatsoulias. We will see you next week.